Can you hear me now? Oh, wow. <laughs> I can hear you now. Right, Here cool. comes the shit clogger. <laughs> Shitter's full. Well, fucking Matt's got a sweet fucking mane on, I'll tell you that. Shot to do is trim the fucking top off, man. Hey, feather it out and make a sweet fucking mullet, man. That's what I man. would do if I had my hair. What up, Matt? My Where the fuck are like... you, John? Sorry. Oh, there you are. What's my that? Was... <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to grow a mullet out, but then I realized <laughs> apparently it's a style now to have a mullet. And I was like, well, I don't want to be in style. Oh, man. I want a mullet uh, so bad. I wish I could rock a mullet. Paul, Dude, can you... Paul, can you hear us? Yeah. I dropped somebody off last night, and the security guard had the world's, like, most Joe Dirt mullet you could find. Paul, there was, like, a brief moment where, where your screen was frozen, it was your back to us, and you were at the fridge, and I swear you looked like Danny DeVito's penguin for, like, that brief period. But, John, great hat, man. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I, thought, I, I know. I know. I wore it just for you guys. I'm going to do the entire episode just like this. <laughs> so, did you get that shitter unclogged? I am not a fucking plumber. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you guys. I'm also not a fucking handyman. Yeah, I went, huh? I went and fixed someone's fucking refrigerator so that they didn't lose $300 worth of food. That's what Where? I did today. What the fuck have you done? I saved uh, I about 40 different lives by driving drunk people home last night. What have you done, Matt? I played three games at Fortnite. Sound like my nice. sound like my weed dealer. <laughs> you mean your neighbor? Yeah. Are you more of an indica or sativa man? It's it's always sativa. It's always live resin most of the time. I don't really fuck with flour that much anymore because it it hurts my throat. So I just do strictly concentrates and and vape pens and stuff. When I'm at home, I like a in the afternoon or the evening. I like a nice high like hybrid, just to mellow out, tune zone out. Yeah. When I went to Vegas last year, I was kind of overwhelmed. Because I've never bought it legally. So being in those shops, I was just like walking around and my buddy was like, yeah, you can tell people who are new there because they're just like a kid in a candy store. Feels good to feel free, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> That's the hill I'm fucking dying on, guys. Yeah, I'm more of a club cracker kind of guy. Um, but I'm more of an uncle cracker kind of guy, man. Oh, fuck but uncle cracker. Uh, I'll take Kid Rock any day. Fuck you, Stole my brother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck! It's like taking retards to the zoo. This part, this podcast could totally be just me and him geeking out over fucking weed right now, man. <laughs> it really, I mean, it, it could. Bob, I had a moment where I meant to text you last night, but I was drinking, and I put on Spotify, and they were like, "We're gonna play, put a playlist on just for you." And the first song was Britney Spears, and my buddy looked at me, but he was like, "They know." <laughs> yeah, he he has a Britney Spears problem. <laughs> I like Toxic. That's a great song, man. I should have been able to see her live at grad night, but I broke my leg. She played at Disney World with Backstreet Boys and oh, Real shit. Big Fish for my grad night. You had a very strange grad night. I can imagine Bob going to that grad night and being like, I saw Britney Spears, the Backstreet Boys, and Real Big Fish. And would you believe it? Real Big Fish was the best band of all played. <laughs> You're so douchebag. You're hey, back. Back. This way. There you go, buddy. Ah, there we go. Now we get a shot of the tits, the side tits. Oh. There you go. It literally looks like he's on the other side of your apartment, Doug. <laughs> John, you haven't moved in two minutes. Yeah, Watch because I'm fat. That's because I'm fat. <laughs> no, you're still not moving. <laughs> but I like how he's laid out. I just played that one. Well, Every episode. John gets into his Burt Reynolds pose, and off we go. Why? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that out, dude. Like you, what the fuck, man? That's more work for me. You fuck. Burt Reynolds oh, face. Whatever. Hey, is that Burt Reynolds face on Shawn Michaels' body? That looked like the Shawn Michaels oh, Lego spread. I couldn't tell you what Shawn Michaels looks like, but the fact that you know that much about Shawn Michaels worries me. Hey, what, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Michaels. Yeah, man. He's the goat. He's he with that drop kick, Marty Janetti. Any any wrestler that was in a nudie bag, I saw it. Period. Even if it's gay porn. Nope, this is a picture of Burt Reynolds from 1975. Okay. Laying on naked on a bearskin rug. Why is this broken? What did I do to it? Look at how sad Doug is. 
Well, I mean, you, you know, you fuck you. You'd be sad if you broke your gun or lost your ammo. That that's why I have twelve of them. And if the ATF is listening, that's why I have six of them. Oh shit! I think I see what I did. You broke it. See, I got the resin on the battery, and now it doesn't want to fire. That's happened to my last battery, but that's not what happened to this battery. I keep this battery in my pocket. My jeans are really tight because I like to show off the bulge, and uh, I think I fucked up the outer rim where you screw the cart into. But it's a ten dollar battery. Let's go down to the dispensary and buy another one. Snowballs are very underrated, by the way. They are. They're an underrated snack cake. Underrated is when they suck. Yeah. What's your favorite snack cake, Matt? They're too spongy. Snack cake. What, what was that? Snack cake. Bishop. Uh, Christmas, Christmas tree cakes. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's a Christmas tree cake year-round. Just cut the other fucking shape of the zebra cake, Matt. That's no, all it, it is. A zebra cake is not the same because clearly Santa Claus has put like his magic jism or something on those cakes and they taste... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of science so, happening right no about- We can't talk about the Snyder Cut, right? Because not everybody's... No, it. shut up. Okay. Oh, damn it, I want to talk about it so bad. No! I've got three hours and 48 minutes left to go. You just started it? Uh, it's yes. not really that long. It's four hours and four minutes. Two minutes. What it's good. Fuck? But it is so goddamn good. I'll it say is. this. My least favorite thing about Batman vs. Superman is Lex Luthor. Mine's Doomsday. But even to me in Justice League, I thought Lex Luthor worked just for that brief, like, Two minutes you get him. I was like, well, he works like that. But spoiler. Yeah, I agree. I'll tell be, you what, though. I'm not, no spoiler. Up, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm going to. I'm going to say this. What a fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> don't bring up the fucking rock. I'm not going to. I'm not spoiling anything. What I'm going to. What I am going to say is this movie and what they did with it not only makes me. More excited for the Ezra Miller Flash solo movie that's gonna have that's gonna have Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck reprising their roles as Batman. Bob, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that mic is so fucking hot. Uh, what do you want me to do with it, Mary Keaton? <laughs> I, I'm sitting here trying to talk. Is that better? Does that work? My, Actually, honestly, it's a lot better. Because <laughs> this is turned off. It's off now. Good. It's perfect. You have you have to understand. I'm sitting here trying to like get a thought out, and all I can hear is it is, it is so distracting. I'm glad John's having a good day off. <laughs> moving on, John. If you plan on on moving to Asia, just make sure it's not a rash decision made in the heat of the moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For shizzle. I always wanted to say that. My God. Okay. You want some other hot takes? I got them. Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Better this is making the podcast. Go for it. Tell us about that girl, uh, that crazy girl in uh, Wisconsin. Not doing it. I'm not doing that. I'm just not. Wait a minute. Let's just. Preface it. Is she what kind of crazy is she? Is she schizophrenic? Is she mentally ill? Is she retarded? Yeah, I've told Bob Stewart she does shit crazy, man. Hey, don't make the same. I'm just not doing it because I'm not going to manifest any of her to pop back up in my life. I gotta say, unfortunately, I don't know, man. This is how how long we've been recording. Like two hours, twenty-seven minutes, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five seconds. Too late, I already lost my train of thought. Alright, so... This is exhilarating. So, uh... Jim Brewer wants to move to Naples, apparently. Well, he wow. makes a lot of money here, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, John, Captain watch- Brian's probably giving him everything he needs. John, I'm assuming you watched the uh, JRE episode? I did. I want to talk a couple things about it, actually. Good. No spoilers! Um, great episode. I, I agree. Great episode. Love, love Jim Brewer. Uh, when he was talking about Captiva Island in Naples, I was like, that's cool. I want Jim Brewer to move down here. I want to be his friend. 
Yeah. It's not, it's not so I guess somebody, I mean, somebody moves to your town. Yeah. Exactly their fucking friends. Yeah. So I'm going to start stalking Jim Brewer in the near future, apparently, if he moves down here. They'll just be my friend. Oh, my God. How awesome would it be is if we're doing this, like, one of two things happens. John becomes good friends with Jim Brewer and leaves the podcast and becomes famous in his own right doing something with Jim Brewer. Or John meets Jim Brewer, is fucking hammered when he meets him and falls flat on his face as he's getting ready to leave. <laughs> Throwback! Uh, the Detroit Pistons, right before the pandemic broke out, they did a veterans benefit thing, and I got asked to go down and work it. So I got, I got, they put me up in a hotel in Detroit, and uh, it was at the Motor City Casino, which was gorgeous. One of the best hotels I've ever stayed in. And the, the night of the game, I was there for two days, and the night of the game that that I was that I had to go to, Jim Brewer was playing the Motor City Casino, the hotel I was at, and I I like seriously had to go back and forth because it was a work function whether or not I would go to Jim Brewer or whether I would go to the Pistons game, and I ended up going to the Pistons game. And after hearing this JRE podcast, I'm really sad I made that decision. I should have skipped out on work. Wasn't there one show thing you had to go to Detroit for, and Joey Diaz was playing the hotel you were staying at, but you couldn't Same. go to it? The first night was the first night was Joey Diaz. The second night was Jim Brewer. Bob, have you watched Stay Tuned yet? I have not. Man, you watch Stay Tuned. You know the old John... like the nineties with John Ritter. Yes, yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but no, I remember it. What's your yeah, recollection of the movie? Shit. Um, I mean, as far as did you like? If you remember liking it or not liking uh, I, it? I loved the movie when I the last time I watched it. Get so on it, movie. Bob. <laughs> what's your hey, Matt? What's your opinion on John uh, Ritter as an actor? I mean. <laughs> I didn't. He's like, this is a trap. <laughs> what? He was that generation's DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Good answer, Matt. What? Good answer. Oh, you only pissed. You only pissed thoughts. one person what off. Your, what are your thoughts on Ray Liotta, Matt? <laughs> Walton Goggins, the role of Uncle Rico. And Napoleon Dynamite was written for him. Get the fuck out of here. Really? It was written for him. Really? But he, he had another movie project going on yeah. and he couldn't do it. I did not know that. That and, would have been interesting. And to bring it back to our cult thing, our cult conversation, Walton Goggins' dream role is to play Jim Jones. Can you see him going method and like putting actually putting the weight on for it too? He'd look good, man. Goggins is amazing. Do I'm we all disagree on something? Yeah, we did. I think so. It's Walton Goggins. Can we all just become best friends? <laughs> I mean, it's not the same caliber as a Ray Liotta or a John Ritter, so I, I, I'm glad this one wasn't controversial. <laughs> you know what bums me out more than anything is we stopped doing the Ray Liotta bit like uh, by episode four, and I made a fucking graphic for it and everything. That bummed me out. And I had some good ones ready to go, too. I'm sorry. I, I, look. There are things that I will say that you will disagree with, such as Casino is a better movie than Goodfellas, and that's okay. It's okay. It's, I'm not it's saying simply better because movie. Ray Liotta not is not in it. I can't tell if if son I, can't, of a bitch. I can't tell if the the weed hit me really hard right now, or if your ignorance just hurt my fucking brain so much. That's oh. what it's like every day when you text. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Oh, Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> uh, did everybody get their stimulus check? Yes. My wills me we did. Hey, today, broke today. Matt, did you get your stimulus check? I did. I think we should all discuss what I we did. purchase with our stimulus checks. I, 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 expected, I expected Matt to be like, I don't want no goddamn government fucking handout, <laughs> fucking goddamn <laughs> communist socialist bullshit. That's what I was expecting, but that's hey, it. that point of privilege, point of privilege. Can I just say what everybody's point thinking? Point Matt, point Matt, point Matt, point show Trump. him your Trump. Matt. Show him your Trump. Trump. Oh, God, fuck you! I was just about to say it, motherfucker. Matt, are you a Trump guy? I didn't even vote in this past election because I didn't want either one. I voted fun. for Trump in the election before because I'm not pro-Trump. I was anti-Hillary. And I'm doing my part just to make sure she was not getting in office. I fucking hate Hillary. 
This one sounds hot. like it's a fucking circus. I'm, I don't care. But I'm, I spent the day trying to buy a PS5. They, Walmart was releasing them at like 3 p.m. the other day. From like 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. they did 10-minute waves where you had like 30 seconds to get one in your cart. And I kept trying and trying and trying. And after two hours, I just threw my fucking phone across my work van. And I was very upset. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to let my fucking stimulus sit in my bank account. Can I tell you something? I'm glad. I'm Personally, I'm glad that you didn't. Only, only because I want one too. But I've been reading. Bob and I talk about this a lot. Like, I read a lot and I follow a lot of YouTube tech guy videos. And when it comes to the PS5, there's a lot of people who are having buyer's remorse based on how faulty the control drifting is, how a lot of the load shit is, how the space and the hard drive is. I think it would – I personally want one, but I'm going to wait until they iron all this shit out and come out with, like, the PS5 Pro. No. See, this is weird. I hear all these people having, like, trouble getting it. Like, I got the new Xbox and when it first got released. I put it in the cart, bought it, and I even had a PlayStation 5 in my cart and was just waiting. And I was like, man, all these people are – this sucks. I'm sorry that you didn't get one. But the new Xbox is a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm going to just save mine for when, uh, whenever concert season comes back around. Right on. Oh, so you can buy 47 different vinyl variations? No, I'm, I, I don't I do not do uh, the variations. Uh, is Matt the one who, who argues with you over Pocahontas and Little Mermaid? I am. Because yep. Ariel's oh, hotter. Fuck hey. you. Ariel's way hotter. Yeah, thank you. You're a Especially when she gets legs, gone. she can't even talk. You guys know exactly. where I stand. I like okay. dark-skinned women. Thank you, Doug. I'm, I'm with Pocahontas as well. There it's we okay. go. So fuck you two. Are... Also, also, oh. just talking movies, Little Mermaid has way better songs. And a better surrounding that, cast. That I don't around. argue with. I do think the music in Little a better Mermaid. Surrounding cast? Like, a better Flounder? surrounding cast? Flounder? Really? She's no active? Gibson. Fuck you. Oh I'm boy! I'm talking about the character. Fuck your characters. Sebastian is cool. But uh, Harry Belafonte is a fucking crab. That's what you care about. Look, don't be don't be mad at crabs because you have crabs. Look, if any of us here had crabs, it's more than likely you from that girl from Wisconsin. But that might be true. On. Doug, your stimulus check. I bought a new computer, and that's coming on Monday. Ooh. No, that's coming hopefully by Thursday or Friday. I spent my stimulus on nine millimeter Luger rounds and five five six. I continued. How many rounds? Five five six. Six hundred. Nice. I can't wait till season thirteen of The Walking Dead uh, at your place. It's going to be awesome. Does anybody even watch that anymore? I started watching this current season that just started like two or three episodes ago. I watched the first episode and I watched 10 minutes of the second episode. And I was so baffled by just how fucking off. It, it feels so off. Like, I don't know, maybe it was the co- the year of COVID, but like nothing seems familiar. Everything seems different. The, there's feels like there's plot hole. I just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm over this shit, man. Yeah, I thought it was really strange yeah. that they were wearing masks during the zombie apocalypse. Well, that's the Whisperers. Uh, there's a reason for it, but you have to watch the season to understand why. It's also part of the comic book, but whatever. I will say be- this. The comic books are much better than that show ever got. But yep. John Barenthal was the best thing about that show. I will say this. Personally, I know a lot of people, like Paul, doesn't like the Negan season. I think maybe of, of the comic book... My favorite character is Negan, and I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan, thank you, uh, is is a perfect representation of that version of the comic come to life. I love him as oh. Negan, and I like his take on Negan. I had nothing against it, like, Negan. Not on AMC. Yeah, I had nothing against Negan, and I I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm a huge fan of him. It's just I I don't know. Like, to me, the 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 story started getting <coughs> dark at that point, and just I got out of it. But that's, I think that's indicative of how realistic it would be if we were all living 10, 15 years down the road post-apocalypse where the dead is coming back to life. I honestly think, I mean, Jesus Christ, we're still living in a normal society where we're already reverting to those base instincts of hating each other and wanting, like, I, to me, that's the natural progression of a zombie apocalypse, eat, eating each other, the, the strong eating the weak. 
And Bob's going to be giving rides. It's true. <laughs> and handcuffs. <laughs> no, not really my forte. So I know everyone here is a big Sons of Anarchy fan, or maybe Matt's not. Matt, did you like Sons of Anarchy? Nope. No? You didn't no. like it? Didn't watch it? I've only liked one, All F- right. one FX show my entire life. Well, two FX shows my entire life. Okay, let's What's hear that? this shit. He literally uh, looks like Jax with brown hair. Nip Tuck and Atlanta. Those go, are like, go. well. I'll give you Atlanta, but Nip Tuck, go fuck yourself. If you haven't Dude. seen Sunday, you're going <laughs> Nip Tuck. You pick, you pick the like two of the. Nip Tuck are great. Okay, for, first and foremost, I think all FX shows are good, but I literally think you picked the two bottom-of-the-barrel FX shows out of all the ones that are out there. <laughs> no, dude. Atlanta is a good fucking show if you've never seen Atlanta. I, I, wouldn't put Atlanta I wouldn't put Atlanta above Sons of Anarchy, Justified. I wouldn't put it above Rescue Me. Uh, oh, but it's not a bottom. It is in no way a bottom-of-the-barrel show, though, is my point. That's all. I'd put The Shield also, above Atlanta. The show is really good, too. I put the shield next to Atlanta. Well, I started watching the uh, the newest season of Mayans. There's two episodes in, and this is the first season that's not being written by uh, Mr. Kurt Sutter. And I was just wondering if you guys have watched it, if you've noticed a difference, if you're concerned about Kurt not writing it anymore. More importantly, do you think Kurt Sutter was being when he said uh, it's not up to me to write about Mexican bikers and Mexican culture anymore, so I'm passing the torch over? Or do you think that he was pressured into it by woke culture? Here's here's where I'm confused on this, because um, I, I followed Mayans from its inception before it became a, a series. I followed Kurt Sutter's career yeah. after Sons Anarchy. I watched Bastard Executioner, which is on Hulu. It's, it's not yeah. great, but it's entertaining. Um, I, I read all the comic books that he wrote with IDW and Dynamite Publishing. He did a, a um, he okayed a few Sons of Anarchy offshoot comics, and he he created a character I think for IDW that that I read when that was coming out. I followed the guy, and ep- when season two came out, before it came out, he was in the press. He was multiple times in articles as saying. After season two, I'm going to step down as showrunner because I don't think I should be telling this story. It's not my place to tell it from this perspective. I'm going to leave it in the hands with the co-showrunner and the co-creator. And then at the end of season two, I was on. I'm still on Facebook. I remember this being a big thing. The end of season two, it came out like Kurt Sutter's being fired from the show for being racist or making racist. I think it was the media and the Hollywood machine trying to get people into the show. Any bad press is good press, that kind of stupid shit. And I, I honestly think it was like a, him just like, okay, I'll, you know, whatever. I, I'm getting paid regardless. I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but I'm guessing based on your 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 few comments there that you did not I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like the first two episodes, but I don't know. I, I definitely noticed a difference. I'll say that. Well, time will tell on the season and the story arcs, but... I definitely, I definitely can tell that it's that it's not Kurt Sutter in the Sons of Anarchy story arcs into it, which you're gonna dig. Season then, two, if I remember correctly, season one didn't really kick off until the last episode when you saw yeah. that who you saw. Okay. Yeah. Well, my, yeah. my my point on it is yeah, no spoiler. I don't spoil it. To get to the bigger bigger point of what you were asking, I, I like I said, good writing is good writing. And time will tell. But we've seen this scenario so many times in the past. I literally just got done watching Justice League and Snyder Cut Justice League. And I don't know if you guys know this. Both of those movies were written by a non-superhero. And they were incredibly different. And one was a thousand times better than the other. So I ultimately don't think it doesn't matter if you're a part of the demographic that you're writing for. I just think good writing is good writing. I agree with you 100%. 100 percent i re- we've had this discussion <clears throat> bob and i've had it paul and i've had it um i i can recognize this is what bothers me about our culture today is is it, it sh- you would think it would be easy to spot bullshit to be able to spot somebody trying to pull one over on you and when marvel came out with a series of comics around the marvel now era 
where they introduced female Thor, uh, a new female Iron Man, Lady Ironheart, uh, a bunch of a bunch of progressive characters. I remember everybody losing their fucking minds, and it didn't make sense to me why. Like it, everything I read in chats and in forums was just like they're throwing, they're shoving this shit down our face. It's an agenda. And I started reading the books, and while I'll agree some of them are very much pro from that perspective, because they're being written by people from that perspective, I will say this. A lot of them were fantastically written, so much so that fucking Jason Aaron's entire run on Thor is becoming the next Thor movie, for fuck's sake. And it is such a good fucking story. It's an interesting story. When it's done like that... That's all that matters, man. But I agree, like, it, it, you know, if it's shit, it's shit. It doesn't mean you're racist for thinking it. No, just call it what it is, man. It, it has no bearing on the sexuality or the race or any of that. If it's quality, it's quality. If it's not good, I'm going to say it's not good. How do you have, a, a, like, a Rotten Tomato or a critic or a review site in a world like that where people are going to get bent out of shape about your fucking opinion, man? Like, just fucking live your life. Better writer. Better writer, Vince Gilligan or Kurt Sutter? Vince Gilligan. Uh, I'm going to say Vince Gilligan for me personally. Hey, Opie, give us your opinion. Vince Gilligan or Kurt Sutter? I, I said I'm Vince. What are you talking about? No, no, no. We, we calling you Opie. He said you didn't. You didn't get why he called you Opie. The Sons of Anarchy yes. character. You look just uh, like Opie from Sons uh, of Anarchy. Hey, Bob You look Bob more Robert. like a young. I'll tell you who you look like. You look like two people specifically to me. A two people. And Canadian comedian named Glenn, named Glenn Wool, and a young Lebowski. <laughs> Put a fucking robe on him, and you got a young Lebowski. Or El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. You know, man, like, you know, his dude, his dudeness, whatever, man. Did any of you watch the Jesus Rolls? No, no. I just didn't seem that interesting. I didn't interesting. either. I didn't either. I like John Turturro, but the Coen brothers aren't attached, and no. and there's no character. From what I understand, there's no characters from the Big Lebowski. So, like, why? What's the point? So I John, watched Fargo finally. The you show? Yeah, I've never seen it until last night. I watched like the first three episodes, and man, I fucking love Billy Bob Thornton so much. I haven't. I'm seen like, either. why is it taking me so many years to watch this fucking show? What three show? episodes? Of Fargo. Oh, I haven't watched it. Is it working? It's, uh, it's so good so far. Oh, is it Mary? Is it Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it? She's in season three. Each uh, season, each season is is its own separate story. I, I just went own... to season three. It's cool. Bob, did you watch uh, the Stand? Did you get that on DVD? I own it, but I haven't watched it yet. I've been making my way through the Snyderverse. Making gotcha. my way downtown. Oh, Snyderverse is so good. God, it's so good. Okay, Falcon Winter Soldier. All of me have seen it. Anybody? I saw it. I'm planning on watching it today. I'm revoking your fucking HBO privileges, you piece of shit. For what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that took a dark turn. Why did he tell you that he liked girls better than some show you like? Yeah. So I like girls better than <laughs> Yeah, man, I like girls better than Entourage. Sue me, man. So does anybody else have the feeling no, no, they have, fan. Does anybody else have the feeling they know exactly what the plot of Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be? I have a good idea. Uh, I, I'm so far behind in the Marvel universe. Please, no fucking spoilers. Stop talking about this. So let me catch you up to date in the Marvel universe. What was the last movie you saw? So Dark Side <laughs> comes down with the Black Order. And he starts he starts shooting omega beams all over Iron Man's armor, and Iron Man's oh. deflecting it because the shield is made of vibranium, John. And vibranium is the only thing that could indirect uh, omega beams from dark. I'm just gonna start mixing universes. He ain't gonna know the difference. What about when Spider Ham and Cerebus show up? Yeah, man, and Bone and all those great characters. The collector. I like it when they were uh, partying at Gray School. That's, <laughs> that's that's a good episode. I cannot wait for that to come out. The, the, the Kevin Smith He-Man cartoon, the Masters of the Universe that they're doing, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Speaking of Kevin Smith, did anybody else watch the last blockbuster besides me and John? I did. I fucking loved it. It was fantastic. It was great. I don't have Netflix. Never heard of it. 
It's 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 a Netflix documentary, which I think is very funny how they tied in the whole Netflix versus Blockbuster feud. But it's it's there's only one Blockbuster left in America, and it's in Bend, Oregon. And they they followed this the crew of this small Bend, Oregon Blockbuster for the last three years while weaving in the story of Blockbuster into it. It was it sounds stupid, but it's really really good. But I highly recommend. No, it's really nostalgia. It's just wonderful. So, how is that store still open? Uh, so you get all the town support it. Yeah. So Dish, Net- town support it. Dish Network owns the owns Blockbuster, the name Blockbuster, and they mm-hmm. they canceled everybody else's license. Well, has stores closed down? They either stores closed down or uh, Dish Network has canceled licensing agreements, and they were probably going to do it to the Bend, Oregon one. But the Bend, Oregon store got so much publicity that they just re-signed them for another six years. I miss video stores. Yeah, it makes what, sense. Watch that if you, if you're nostalgic for video stores, watch that documentary. Yeah, and I like great. how they got all the celebrities into yeah. it, Kevin Smith and everybody else. Really, really good. And how they got celebrities who worked yeah. at Blockbuster in their yeah. life. I thought that was really neat. Name the super high meat comedian. Doug Benson. Uh, Doug Benson. Doug Benson's in the documentary for a large That's part of it. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's in it. Uh, what's her name? Judy Greer is the one who narrates it. Uh, it's it's good. It's very well done. Really well done. Nostalgic uh, documentary. Some interesting shit. And if you rent Super High Me from the uh, Bend, Oregon blockbuster, it's a signed copy by Doug Benson. Well, I'm going to travel to Oregon for that. What yep. is the last song right, you well, listen to on your streaming platform? Any? I'm going to have to look it up. We'll pull it up. Is, like, I know on, on my Spotify it says recently played. Is there like a section here where you can look at your last plates like by the songs and stuff? Or Yeah, yeah it'll like, you, like mine. Mine, mine is "You'll Never Leave Harlan uh, Alive" by Brad Paisley. Nothing feels good anymore by the Mensingers. The worst by Felicia. Uh, Maniac, right. Maniac by Evergreen Terrace. What'd you do, Matt? I don't know. I turned it back sideways, and now it's like give it a shake. I'm always give, give it a little shake like this. Calibrate that bitch. It's not fucking. It's true. What the fuck? <laughs> he looks. He looks like he's. He looks like he's training to be in Wesley Snipes' army that John loves so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Speaking of black people, has anyone seen uh, the Amazon movie One Night in Miami? Anyone check that out? Nope. Or I have not. not. No, fucking white people. Uh, my last song was Miss Murder. AFI. Because there's a Spotify playlist that says 2000 Screamo, and none of them are Screamo. It's Cody. Not a single thing on there is Screamo. I gotta tell you, we I don't know how long we've been recording, but I genuinely love Matt, but the fucking accent should not match up with this musical taste. It just, it sounds so awesome coming out of his mouth. Fuck Miss Murder. There's no real screamo. There's no portraits of past or Thursday or thrice or nothing like that on this place. This is some bullshit. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. Well, it's weird. I, love like, it, a lot of people, I mean, so many people here listen to country and I'm over here like, don't you, don't you guys want to listen to some deathcore or something like that? And... Fuck yeah, man. Come on, man. Hey man, y'all want to come on down and check out this band I'm going to do called Him? They got this album called Love Metal. It's fucking awesome, man. I had a writer the other night. She she just seemed particularly unnerved by that song. I don't know if it's talking about crashing cars while driving with a stranger. Oh, Thursday by Thursday. It's a good song. It's a really good song. It's a good album. Yeah, that's a good band. I love Thursday. I've never listened to Thursday. Yeah, never. First, first two albums are good. Like War, War All the Time, I think was the last album I really enjoyed by them. War All the Time was good. Great album. We're talking about fucking music now, man. We'll go last song, man. I've been listening to a lot of good shit this week, man. Getting into stuff that stuff I haven't listened to in forever. Like fuck, 
Right, fucking Evergreen Terrace, Writer's Block. I forgot how good that fucking album is, man. All yeah, fucking album. Okay. Can you guys name two songs by two different bands that sound uncannily alike? That sound like they were ripped off of one another. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. No, shut up. <laughs> go go on YouTube right now, Bob. Um, Michael and... Jackson's Beat It and Weird Al Yankovic's Eat It. Bob, go on YouTube right now. And Gangster's up... Paradise and Amish Paradise. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Go online right now and look on YouTube and look up Access of Awesome and the song Four Chords, where they like pull all the cor- all the songs that that use the same four chords and sound alike. It's like 14 minutes long. Is that chair talking? There's the first two that come to my mind is um what the fuck was Rob Zombie's little brother's band's name? Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah, that song. Oh man, that was awesome. That song they got made name famous for. Um, when worlds collide. When worlds collide, then yeah. listen to that, and then listen to the Planetary Go by My Chemical Romance. Well, They're almost like identical. Yeah, jump on in. That part right there. They're so I love similar. That, I can see that. <coughs> well, that Power Man Fat, that song, and and what was the one you're thinking of? Planetary Go by uh, okay. My Chemical Romance. See, I was thinking of Push It by Static X. There's there's a part in that song that that's that's very similar to that song that Power Man Five Thousand does too. Yeah, yeah, all those bands sound exactly the same. The fact that it's ready to go part, like the breakdown in both those songs, are so fucking similar to me. It's very confusing that they came out 20 years apart. It's just all shit. You're, you're right. I mean, it's not it's not Korn or the Lawrence Arms. Very, very few bands are. The fact that Static X is still a band years after the founder and lead singer died is still... It's the same with Sublime. Like, how the fuck do you... And Alice in Chains. Have any integrity in yourselves? It, 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 I'll, I'll argue the Alice in Chains. Uh, Alice in Chains, when I was in Chicago, they were touring, and the lineup was Mastodon, Deftones, That's a good lineup. Alice in Chains. That's a good and fucking my, lineup. And my buddy was like, come see fucking Alice in Chains. And I was like, man, I do not want to go fucking see Alice in Chains because fucking Lane Staley is dead. He convinced me to go, gave me the ticket for free, and bought me $10 fucking beers at the fucking concert. And Mastodon, awesome. Deftones, even though I only liked the first two albums, were fucking great. Alice in Chains went on and completely blew me away. J- Jerry Cantrell wrote all the fucking songs anyways, so... Even though Lane Staley died, the singer they got to replace him did a goddamn fine job. Look, and it was one, I of saw, the better, it was I one of the better concerts I've ever been to. I saw Jerry Cantrell perform as Jerry Cantrell. This was like two weeks after Lane killed himself. Here in Fort Myers at the... Uh, yeah, and it was the exact same lead singer they're using now. He was the guest singer that day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was okay. I, I wasn't blown away by it by any stretch. But, I mean, I thought it was it was serviceable. Do you know? I did not like Mastodon at all. Re- live? Or yeah, right, Mastodon. I had to go through them seeing Coheed, and when you go through every time I die, oh shit, on, that that level is just, and then it picks back up. It was just, Mastodon sounded like one long fucking song, and I was just standing there like, please end. I'm sorry, what were you saying about every time I die? Well, we're, we're... Because they're they're amazing. Their level line okay. is like up okay. here, <laughs> and then you get Mastodon, yeah. who they're just standing there, like not really doing anything. It just gets boring it's... to watch. It's funny you bring this up because these guys keep threatening to have Josh from Coheed and Cambria on the podcast. And the first, and the first question, and the first question I'm going to ask him is, "Who's the greatest band you ever went on tour with, and why is it every time I die?" Like, <laughs> oh, they're they're really good friends. So, but I don't think that. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're not threatening you, man. I genuinely think you and Josh Eppard would have an amazing conversation about so many fucking things, man. I think it would be awesome to have them on and listen to you guys go about music and movies and shit. You guys would go hand in hand. I'm already doing my research, buddy. I'm ready. And, for I, it. and I'm, 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 I'm cutting you, know, you. 
You've heard of Frost versus Nixon? Bullshit. John versus Josh. We're going to we fucking do this. I want you to try to stump him. God, that's any- a fucking obscure joke. Try, try to stump him on anything Friday the 13th related. Why, why would I want to do that? You know, you're a fucking liar. You're good at bullshitting people because I was listening to a couple episodes back where we're talking about Fringe and I go off on a thing and be excited about like, I've got all of them on Blu-ray and you come back and you go, I've got them all on 4K and I pause and I go, that's cool. I researched it. They haven't been released on 4K, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> no, I bought them on Voodoo. I went to go buy them. I was like, they're on 4K? I was so excited. I hate you so fucking much, man. Hey, I will give Bob one thing. He got me on Dawson's Creek and that show was awesome. Great show. Oh Great my show. God. You know, you should have watched it when your fucking friend was on the show. I did. I watched that episode with them. Who's your friend? But that's it. You, you should have watched the whole fucking yeah. show. Who's your he friend? Was in what one episode? I didn't need to keep going. Was this a special needs person in Minnesota? No. Oh, who he you had like, you had a friend on the show for real? Yeah, he had like a few lines. It was just like a, a backup. You know what I mean? Like. Not a main character. I, uh, I, when the show was on, I, I worked at, at, at the Bell Tower 20 movie theater and I worked with a guy who was an, I was a manager and there was a guy who was an usher, uh, named John is, is the guy that went with us to the place in Lehigh the one night with the camera, the haunted warehouse. When I met very gullible and was, was into film and was really into fucking, Dawson's Creek and all in like Scream and all the Kevin Williams and stuff that was coming out. And this is like predates Google and the heyday of being able to like pick up your phone and research this shit. This was like pre flip phone, I think. And we were talking one night and I started bullshitting him and conning him on the fact that I dated Katie Holmes. I'm like, oh, you like Dawson's Creek? I used to date Katie Holmes when I was growing up. And he says, no, you didn't. And I'm like, yeah, I did. He says, where'd you grow up? I'm like, I grew up in Upper Michigan. And I said, everybody knows she's actually from Lower Michigan. She's from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I said, there was uh, two, two grades where we were students together. And, you know, she was my girlfriend. It was like elementary, middle school. I said, probably didn't. Oh, shit. She's fucking from Toledo, Ohio, you fucking liar. Did you not hear the beginning of this where I said this is pre-internet, pre-Google? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm fucking telling him all this shit, and I said, "Yeah, for real." He's like, "You, you, can you prove it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I like, I'm like, I'll, I'll see if I can find something." And I had my mom like write a fake letter and sign it as her name, and I gave it to him, and he's just like, "This is uh." Uh-uh. He started telling people that we worked with. I started hearing about it secondhand from other people in the movie theater that he's going around like, "Do you know fucking Doug dated Katie Holmes when they were like kids before she was anybody?" And this went on for like two or three weeks. And fucking, I'm behind the counter at Bell Tower 20 in the main lobby one afternoon, and Dave walks in. I remember the sun was starting to set. It was coming through the glass windows of the doors, and he comes through and has a Barnes & Noble bag in his hand and slams it down on the fucking counter. He says, you're a fucking liar. You never dated her. She's she, wherever she's from. She's not from Michigan. She's from so-and-so. And I opened the bag, and he went and bought in her unauthorized autobiography. And just fucking gleam through it and call. I thought it was funny. Go fuck yourselves. Josh, make us a rim shot. <laughs> Children of the Fence, unite. Do they have like a special? Yeah, I don't I don't know how you make a key work with your fingers. I, don't know I still haven't found the clitoris. I don't know. I have a question because I saw your poster. I want to know. Do you like Death Proof more or Planet Terror? Planet Terror. Uh, see, I'm Death Proof. I like but Death okay. Proof, but I like I like the story more on Planet Terror. I think that that scene with the car, when you see it like five times, how each one, I was like, that is some of the coolest shit to me ever. I like the way uh, all of those women were dressed. I like the way Rosario Dawson's hair was done up. I don't remember much other than Killer Mike dying, but yeah, I really like their outfits. Robert Rodriguez or Quentin Tarantino? Tarantino. Tarantino. Tarantino by a mile. Yeah, it's not even close. I'm not, not a huge Tarantino far. fan. I mean, that's I'm not a huge Tarantino fan. I'm not surprised. <laughs> he said, you well, you're wrong. 
You know, man. How can he walk? What's the best it's Tarantino It's a personal opinion. What's the best Tarantino film? Best Tarantino film? Oh, God. Wait, Best Tarantino movie that he wrote or best Tarantino movie that he directed? Either one. Peru Romance. He wrote it. He, it's my favorite, he wrote my favorite it. story. It's my favorite story that he's written. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Oh, fuck Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is overrated to me. Personally. Fucking horribly overrated. Okay. The Hateful Eight. Fist, fist bump it, Maddie. I do enjoy the Man, Hateful Eight. Inglorious Bastards was up there, too. Man, I love bad. Hateful Eight. I don't know what it is about that movie, but Hateful Eight, just, I, I fucking love that movie. You just like watching uh, Kurt Russell destroy 100-year-old guitars? Oh, yeah, dude. That's such a fucked-up story. The fact that they, <laughs> left, they left in Jennifer Jason yeah. Lee's real reaction of... <gasps> breaks my heart as an, as an artist, as Bob calls me. An artiste. Uh, I like D Django Unchained quite a bit. I love the soundtrack for it. Uh, I yeah, do not care. I, I don't care for Jackie uh, Brown all that I much. For, <laughs> I don't care for uh, either of the Kill Bills either. I yeah. love the Kill Bills. I love the first Kill Bills. I, like Kill Bills. I think they're fine. Pulp Fiction is number one for me. I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater. I liked it a lot. I saw it in the theater. And I'm, I'm going to count Natural One Killers in there personally since he wrote it, but. You can. I know a lot of people love that movie and like it, and I I like the soundtrack, but it, I don't know, man. Like, I just never got into that. Like, I it's weird. Like, I like horror movies and I like ultra violent shit like that, grindhouse shit like that. But there's movies like that one, uh, Running Scared, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Something about those particular. They're a little too real for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I loved about what I loved about Natural Born Killers is someone who who's fucked with film my whole life. The fact that he used thirty seven different types of film, all these different cameras, cameras from the thirties, cameras from the forties, just crazy shit. And he was basically doing peyote the entire time he was filming it. You could tell in the edit, like, hey, this guy's absolutely nuts and this is what happens when you film that kind of film. Alright, so here's my next question. Better filmmaker, Quentin Tarantino or Oliver Stone? Better filmmaker? Yeah. Tarantino. Don't get me wrong. I Don't get me wrong. Oliver Stone no, made I'm, a lot I'm of movies say, I like, but say, I think Tarantino is a better movie. I'm going to say Stone based off of Platoon and the Doors alone. I, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say Stone. I, I'm going to have to say Stone too. But it's close. That's the closest conversation we've had this far. It's close, Bob. It's a close one, but yeah, I'll go with Stone. The juice was worth the squeeze. I don't know what that means. Girl Next Door. You're talking about movies that you you might have made me watch, and Girl Next Door was not a movie you made me watch. It was a movie we watched together collectively, and and we were talking about Timothy Olyphant, Paul, and I recently, and it just that stuck in my head. Yeah, John, pre-justified. Whenever somebody mentioned the name Timothy Olyphant, all I could ever think of was, "Is the juice worth the squeeze?" Like that's that's okay. what I equated it to in my head. Better filmmaker, Christopher Nolan, Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. What? How is that a question? Are we talking visually? What or films over, you, overall what? story? Christopher well, Nolan. <laughs> what films do you prefer? Christopher what Nolan. the fuck is wrong with you people? Here, here's the thing. Christopher Nolan. First of all, John, there's nothing wrong with having, having an honest discussion and thinking about this, because this is a good question. I, you, you asked which which one do you like better? I like them both equally because they both made fantastic fucking movies that I'll watch for the rest of my life. They really uh, you take Look, Interstellar is one of my John, favorite films of all time. Thank you. You put Interstellar and Godfather one and two. Those are two movies I would take to a desert. Three movies I would take to a desert island with me. I count Godfather one and two as one long movie, but they're yeah, both fantastic. Is, is one of my is favorite, favorite films ever made. Interstellar. Inter Yes. It's a toss-up between that and Memento for me. Actually, Following's really good, too, now that I think about it. But Interstellar's pretty fucking fantastic. All right, so I I'm going to ask one more of these, and it's going to be an off-the-wall one. So, Like Michael Jackson? No, not, not, not that kind of off-the-wall. Um, 
Trying to think of somebody good to put Terry Gilliam up against. Hey, look, there's Paul's puppy in the background. Put it in the and background. now it's frozen. It's drowning itself in a bowl. That's what it looks like. It's frozen. It's drowning itself in the bowl. Get me out of this fucking trailer. I don't see Get a puppy. Get me out of here. Give me the sweet release of death. <laughs> Terry, Terry Gilliam or Tony Scott? Give me a second. I gotta, I gotta do a refresher on some of the Tony Scott's movies because I, I only know a handful. Tony Scott, Tony Scott. Her romance. Drew he's Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott's brother that killed himself. Yeah. Top Gun. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, Top Gun, Unstoppable, Domino, Days of Thunder, True Romance. He did the first Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Enemy of the State, Boy, The Last Boy Scout, Crimson Tide. Eight. Oh, he did the remake of the 18. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I like the remake of the 18 with Liam Neeson. I thought that was a fun fucking movie. I don't give a shit. Man uh, on Fire. Man on Fire is a great fucking movie. This is a tough one, man, because Terry Gilliam made movies that built that helped build the foundation of my childhood, man. The fucking uh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen, Time Bandits, mm -hmm. fucking Brazil. Yep. 12 Monkeys. Damn, I forgot that Tony Scott did the assassination of Jesse James with a coward Robert Ford. Oh, it's Ooh. a great movie. It is a really so good, good that that great, that makes good it a really slow hard. burner. Good slow burner. That's a Tony Peter? Scott for me. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Because Tony Scott. I I truly love Days of Thunder. <laughs> I know a lot of people who do. Yeah, I'm gonna go Gilliam. Sorry. I'm bowing out. I can't pick one. They're both fucking good. That's like saying, that's yeah, like I'm, saying, I'm, I'm looking strictly as a director, not as a producer, because if you take in producer credits, I lean towards Sony Scott, but strictly as a director, I'm going Terry Gilliam. Just, if we're doing that, then I got to go Terry Gilliam. Just to put Visually, in, directoral wise, yeah. Just to put this in perspective on my choice of Scott, I love Days of Thunder so much that I worked at Hardy's all four years in high school. Dude, when Paul and I lived together, he still worked at Hardy's. The fat at my fattest, Paul would bring home all of the leftover shit that was under heat lamps. They were just gonna throw it away. Paul would come home with fucking garbage shacks filled with ham and cheese, fried chicken, roast beef. It was quite honestly some of the best times of my life, dude. Eating free garbage was awesome. That was the most I felt like an Uncle Buck at that time in my Man, life. Man, those old roast beef sandwiches, their roast beef sauce back in the day. Party? Shit? Yeah, those shits were good. When they when Ghostbusters two came out and they were the fucking sponsor for for the movie and they had the milkshakes and the giant Ghostbuster two cups with the slime drizzle all over them and those stupid fucking keychains that made Ecto one. No I love that shit. I love Hardy's. Monty Python, the Holy Grail, Jabberwocky, Time Bandits, The Meaning of Life, Brazil, Munchausen, The Fisher King. 12 Monkeys, Fear and Loathing, Secret Tournament, Brothers Grimm, Tideland, Imaginary of Dr. Parnassus, The Legend of Halodega, Zero Theorem, and The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Those are basically what you're putting Tony Scott up against. Take Tony um, Scott. Tony Scott. See, I'm saying Tony for that, but Fear and Loathing might be my favorite out of all those movies. I used to have a Fear and Loathing poster up. I'm, I'm a really big fan of that movie. Most, pe most people who do drugs are. I mean, it's much better than where the buffaloes roam. Wait a minute. Re re rephrase. I didn't hear that. I'm really high right now. I heard where the buffaloes roam. I heard it was much better than where the buffaloes roam. What, what movie? Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, Bill, Bill, Murray, I mean, Bill Murray. I started crying, though. I won't lie. <laughs> You met Bill Murray? He has a house in Charleston here in South Carolina. He's here all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll uh -huh. just pop into houses and wash dishes for him and then leave. Shit like that. There's, there's a whole documentary about that. Yeah. Have you seen that yeah. documentary? A great fucking about documentary. That? Yeah, about the, that's so good. So fucking awesome. It's, it was I, when I, I graduated college. He was in line in front of me, and my brother was like, all right, I'm going to tell you something, but don't freak out. And... I was like, what? He told me, and I turned around, and then I started, like, <laughs> I got so happy, I started crying, I just couldn't help it, because, like, I mean, that's Peter Venkman. You know what I would have done if I was with you? I would have gone, I would have gone, I'm gonna get a candy bar! I'm gonna get a candy bar! <laughs> He's one of my heroes. I love Bill yeah. Murray. My, me yeah, too, I man. Murray. I got a real murderer's row of directors to choose from right now.
This will make you guys think, okay? <laughs> Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. James James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Or Dennis Dugan, who directed a bulk of the Happy Madison Adam Sandler movies. I'm taking Cameron right off the top. Yeah, Jim Cameron. Yeah. I'll take Henson. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys choose, choosing Cameron? I took yes. Henson. Been a good podcast. I'm I'm happy to listen to the rest of it. <laughs> Look, dude, you're gonna tell me that the guy who wrote and directed The Abyss, True Lies, Terminator One and Two, Titanic. What what do you? You're gonna put Happy Madison over that? Get the fuck out of here. I know Happy Madison was a joke, but um, Terminator Two, Aliens, The Abyss. Uh-huh. That's it. That's all I give a fuck about when it comes to Cameron. I could give a shit that's less. That's amazing. The only reason I chose Henson is one of my yeah, greatest. It's, ama- it's amazingly fucking terrible. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you're out of your mind. Wait, what is terrible? Paul, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Wait, what is he terrible? Said, he said Titanic, Titanic is terrible. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Titanic is great. Get the fuck out of here. Titanic is great. You really don't saw like Titanic? Three times. Uh, saw yeah, that you, shit three you times. Good, you should get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. 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 We are fucking... Yeah. We don't need you anymore, Doug. <laughs> There's not enough room on this door, Doug. I'm a goddamn it! You fucking you lost Jack, without I'm me. Fine. <laughs> I'll take some of your hate. I'm actually an Avatar fan. I'll take it. Never seen it. Still have never seen it. If you want to see Avatar? Just watch Pocahontas and pretend everyone's blue. It's the same fucking movie. Except for <laughs> I was, was going to say, I was going to say, Avatar is a little too blue. racist for me. I'm trying to stick my tail into another tail, so. I'm sure you are, Matt. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I was Isn't that what we're all trying to do in life, is just stick our tail into another tail? I'm still Where I come for- from, we call that docking. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if you know what that is. But... I thought you were into pegging. Who you talked to, me or him? Either one. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's a blanket statement. Fuck Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's awful. I fucking hate what? it. What? I don't like Cracker Barrel. Really? No, dude. Like, like if I'm gonna have biscuits menu. and gravy, I'll just have my mom make biscuits and gravy where it actually yeah. tastes good. Well, Hardy's biscuits and gravy are much better than Cracker Barrel's. He's not wrong. He's not wrong on this. I I loved working. Never had him at Cracker Barrel. Right there. That's like my go-to Hardy's breakfast. All right, but my go-to Hardy's breakfast was the Frisco. Frisco's good. Man, I Frisco haven't had Hardee's in like three weeks now. I haven't had Hardee's in forever. Is that one on Palm Beach still open, John? Yes, it is. I had lunch there yesterday. Jesus, the it's I, been years. I'm going to have to go That's the one out I there. worked at. I worked there for four years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I bought breakfast sandwiches from you at some point in my life. I'm sure of it. Yeah, their breakfast is fucking outstanding. I always went there for breakfast. That was that was that my go-to for they breakfast. They got rid of the fucking. That's why. That's why I'm 700 pounds right now. And they got rid of the cinnamon raisin biscuits. I'm so infuriated really? about that. Why? Yeah, they just did this year. They replaced them. They replaced them with a a, a fucking uh, cinnamon bun, and they're god awful. I was so angry. I rolled up and I'm like, so, let me get a dozen of them apples, uh, the raisin biscuits. This was like two months ago. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We discontinued them last week. Corporate discontinued them. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we replaced it with a cinnamon roll. Would you like to try one for free? And I was like, sure. It was fucking hot garbage. No. It was hot garbage. Best fast food restaurant. Now, does it have to have a drive-thru? Is that the condition? Like, it has to have a drive-thru window to be a fast food restaurant? Isn't that fast food? Would you consider Subway fast food? No. Yeah, because they don't have it. You have yeah, to have a drive through to be car. fast food. Yeah. Okay. Um, chain fast food. I'll I'll, I'll say. I don't uh, consider Wendy's. I usually place an order for Subway on my phone app, and then it's just waiting in a little thing that I pick it up and walk right away from it. Like That's there's no still waiting. Still not fast food. That's not fast food. It's literally ready. Not fast ready food. As I walk through I, the door. I mean, see, I don't go through drive-throughs regardless. I like to go in in case they fuck up the order, but I still don't consider Subway fast food. By the way, I'd like to introduce you to Matt, also known as the cheapest human on the planet. <laughs> yes, motherfucker. No, Doug, 
You were like fucking Scrooge McDuck compared to this motherfucker. You're just swimming in fucking gold bullion, and that's like, no, I can't spend the extra seven cents on the shipping for this vinyl. <laughs> like, I believe the way we started talking, if I'm not incorrect, was you put, I'm hungry, somebody buy me lunch on Twitter, and I sent you money. <laughs> I'm almost positive that's how we met. Hey, so how do you guys, yeah, how do you guys know each other? How did you guys That's meet? literally how we met. On Twitter? Well, yeah. because, because he, he, he needed to eat. And somebody sent me like $5 to eat. Yeah, it was me, asshole. Well, somebody. And now we're fucking friends for life, you piece of shit. I also haven't gotten my $5 back for the record. I want my $5. Hey, as far as favorite fast food, if we're talking non-nationwide chains, it's for me, fucking Whataburger may be the best fucking fast food burger I've ever eaten in my life. I've had it once in Tallahassee. I would say, based on having a drive through and only one item, I'm going to go s with Popeye's just for the spicy chicken. Yo, that sandwich is fucking crazy good. Oh, dude, I love that spicy chicken sandwich. It I thought so that good. sandwich was overhyped. My mom yeah. and I finally got to... We got to try one for the first time like a month ago because they opened up a Popeye's in Green Bay. And I got a spicy chicken and she got a regular. And don't get me wrong, like, they were they were okay, but I think they were way overhyped. For what they cost, way overhyped. Popeye's is overpriced. But that sandwich is the best chicken sandwich I've Dude, ever Dude, to you, Top Ramen is overpriced. Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich blows Popeye's out of the yeah, water. I'm a chick fuck I'm a Chick-fil-A guy. I'm you could really, you could really taste the hate and intolerance, which is my okay. favorite thing. About <laughs> That's what I thought. That's the only you know, you know, what's funny is that you say you can really taste the hate and intolerance because that chicken sandwich, everyone it, from Justin was the first person that told me I needed to eat a Chick Fil A when we worked at the mall, and from the moment I tried one to the second and last time I tried one. It is tastes like hate and intolerance. It tastes like a cafeteria high school chicken fucking sandwich, like eating a sponge no, with breading. No, yes, it, it does. Chick Fil A is automatically they're automatically cut off because I can't go there on a fucking Sunday. Fuck you. Fuck Chick Fil A. And I also think Bob, 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 Bob. It's the John, Lord's day. John, okay. John. I don't give a shit. I want <laughs> my chicken. When I want my chicken. I Lord's also think Chick-fil-A has the best customer service. Fucking Saturday and order three and save it for Sunday. No, Lord. I'm just never full when I leave Chick-fil-A. That's the reason I don't go to it. That's because you're fucking Andre the Giant. Well, I feel like I can eat... I am almost positive I can eat 100 of their chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, they're like this oh, fucking wait, wait, small. Wait, wait. How much is 100 yeah. nuggets? Because yeah. I want to see this on what? video. Are you, are you talking about, like, monetarily, numerically, or in life years that well, it Bob, takes off? Well, Bob, you're not going to see it today. All of it. No, not today, because <laughs> it's fucking Sunday. So, no Matt, bar. I need to have oh. you back on, and we're just going to watch you eat 100 nuggets until you vomit. Oh, God. The old Matt would have done that, but everything with my health right now, I don't think I, at the moment, I can't. Are you outgrowing your body? Are you getting no, too tall? Your bones are popping out? You have acromegala? I'm going through... Uh, a growth spurt? No, my spleen and liver are swollen. Oh. I also have stomach, uh, stomach ulcers, and my stomach lining is inflamed. From? I'm going, it all sucks right now, but once I get back, I'll get back to fast food, baby. I just I don't eat fast food anymore. I it's love how <laughs> how are you man. talking about how, how bad your body is internally? You're like, once it gets better, I'll be back to fast food, baby. I'll be back to fucking it up right away. So I go through it all over again. I'm not a quitter, man. Do you know that, that they have eggnog in the store right now for Easter? I've never seen that before. <laughs> what? For real, I was in the grocery store and there was a bottle that said eggnog and I had to do a double take. I'm like, is this expired eggnog they're trying to get rid of? And it had fucking bunnies all over it. It's like Easter eggnog. I'm like, when did they start making eggnog for Easter? The Reese's eggs are the that's the fucking that's Reese's anything is the best. However, not that you, marshmallow. Not, not that marshmallow one. That shit was awful. <laughs> that was the to... worst Reese's concoction they've ever made. Look, I shipped right, a bowl man. of chili to a guy in Missouri once. What? What? 
How are we going to end the podcast and you're going to start that sentence? Fucking explain. <laughs> so this football group I was in, they saw that I made chili every weekend. And this guy asked me to send them chili. So I shipped him a bowl of chili and dry ice to fucking Missouri. I gotta tell you, you are one of the best storytellers I've I've ever actually listened to, man. That was just I, full of color, full of background. It really brought me there like I was actually... <laughs> I actually did not end up sending it because it was so not cost-effective <laughs> to send chili through the mail. Franklin Barbecue in Austin, Texas, from what any, anybody I've ever talked to has said, it's arguably their favorite barbecue. They're, they're I the want to go there so bad. So bad. I want to go there, too. I love and that, I, dude. I love that, dude. I watched so many cooking shows with him on it. I've watched so many videos of him making shit. I want to go him, there so bad. Him and Maddie Matheson, who I want to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but Frank, Franklin's, I've been watching this video, these, these videos where apparently now he is offering... Uh, the ability to buy a brisket, a Franklin's brisket, smoked completely and shipped it to you, wrapped up, and it comes perfectly fine and everything. Instructions on how to properly reheat it. It's like 200 bucks. And there's people on... That's all I could think of. But that's what I'm thinking. Like, like you could could spend less than that and buy your own brisket and do a, a good brisket yourself, though, too, you know? Like, I've had amazing brisket for fucking next to nothing. Yeah, but it's not gonna... I don't, well, first off, I don't have 12 goddamn hours to smoke a fucking brisket. You need to make more time for yourself, man. You're going to kill yourself with too much work. I'm going to buy you a smoker for your birthday, and it's going to force you to take off and learn how to smoke meats. I know how to smoke meats. I, I smoke, smoke all meats. the meat. I smoke <laughs> all the meats. 